This episode of the Betting Crashers podcast is brought to you by Company39.com. That's K-O-M-P-A-N-Y-3-9.com. Company39 is creating digital hockey camps with some of the best players on the planet, giving amateur players, coaches, and parents the ability to learn directly from the best. Guys, it's awesome and easy to get started. You log on to the website, set up an account, and boom, you're ready to go. You learn the player's story of how they made it, you get video of in-depth on-ice drills, and an ebook with mindset tools from the athlete. This was built for hockey players by hockey players. Currently available is one of the most undercover superstars in the game, the San Jose Sharks captain, Joe Pavelski, and more players are coming soon. We have a great promo code for all our listeners. Visit company39.com and use the promo code MORNINGSKATE for 20% off. Stop wondering and start learning from the best at company39.com. All right, this is podcast number two for the week ending. I guess we end pretty much on Thursdays. I don't know, 3-7. So this is a Friday morning podcast that we're doing. Uh, Chamberlain has hardened up a little bit and is back back on the grid after a... Do you want to explain your night? Yeah, it was pretty soft. I don't know if anyone's suffer. I wouldn't say I suffer from migraines, but I'll get the occasional migraine like once every two and a half years. So got home from work yesterday, started to lose a piece of my vision. That's what happens with migraines. Anytime I get a migraine, I like lose a piece of my vision for a half hour, 45 minutes, throw up and then just fall asleep for like three to three and a half hours. So that, that was my night. Obviously it was checked out. Couldn't podcast. Uh, working from home today, so luckily we're we're able to crank something out for the boys as we head into the weekend. Uh, Jess texted me on the side, and she told me that you just had a case of the hiccups. Is that true? May or may not be true. Uh, interesting topic, though. What is your remedy whenever you get the hiccups? What's your go-to move to get rid of hiccups? Um, I heard this will be a little lesson of the week, how to get rid of hiccups. Uh, I usually, I don't really get hiccups. Like I'll hiccup like once or twice, but like, it's never really a long case of them, but you know, I've had it back in the day. And then one thing that I remember doing is taking a washcloth, wet it, and then breathing in through it. And they said breathing in through the washcloth with the moisture helps like stop them. But then I've also heard people say that, you know, you have to like, lean like lay lay like upside down over the bed and drink water or something yeah that's a staple i just like lean forward and sort of drink water upside down uh holding my breath that's that's another staple i've never heard the washcloth one so that's kind of interesting something that's kind of crazy next time anyone has the hiccups make sure you guys ask them this question if you just ask them what their middle name is and when they can't get rid of their hiccups and they answer it like they're not expecting the question, their hiccups are going to be gone. It's one of the craziest things I've ever experienced in my life. Shout out to Mike Casey, uh, Sienna alumni. I had the hiccups once. He asked me my middle name, and they were gone. And what? it's worked like a charm on several other people. This is like another thing. What are hiccups? Uh, I think it's a spasm in your diaphragm. Your diaphragm is an internal uh, – I, I don't want to – 
call it an organ. I think it's just tissue that separates your lungs from uh, your stomach and your organs in the lower half of your abdomen. Uh, so that's a fun little fact for the boys. That's crazy. Um, that's like just like the flat earth stuff. Like you, I'm a hiccup denier for sure. I don't believe them because I don't really get them. Like I've hiccuped before, but like they don't, they're never like to the point where I have to like, all right, I need to do something to get rid of them. Whenever I've also never I, been sick before. So that anytime I drink soda, it's like a guarantee I'm going to get the hiccups for whatever reason. I yeah. think it's just a carbonation. I don't know. Maybe I drink so much seltzer that I've become you're immune good. to the hiccups. You're immune. Yeah. All right. That can be our lesson of the week. We learned how to get rid of hiccups. All right, so I don't know where Jamesy just went, but uh, we're going to move on to a little NHL news. Uh, I wrote a blog the other day about uh, the Tampa Bay goalies. They each won 10 game. They each went on a 10-game win streak during the season. It's the first time it's ever happened. They're back up and their starter. So uh, uh, Vasilevsky just did it. What, what are your, like, is this like a joke? Is this the best team of all time? It might be. I think it's really just a testament to how good the team is in front of them because like, Louis Domingue's been a bag of milk for previous seasons, but he's just got a stud team in front of him. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, But, but that's what I mean. Like, They both have to be pretty damn good, though, like to win Vasilevsky. 10 games in a row. Vasilevsky's a stud, like no questions asked. He's lights out. Um, I don't know. I'm, it seems like anything I ever listen to, it seems like everyone, like any NHL news, any podcasts, any gambling uh, podcasts, everyone's just writing off the playoffs and calling calling the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup pretty much a lock. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I would bet against that. All right. Well, two things that T- Tampa Bay have going against them. All right. Number one is that they have too many ex-Rangers. And everyone knows that those guys are losers at the end of the at the end of the day. Good regular season players, character guys, love to have them on your team. They're just not winners. They're a bunch of losers. You have Miller, you have Callahan, McDonough. Two of two of the three of them are Rangers captains. And there's also talks that McDonough's getting um, noted as maybe the best defenseman on the Tampa Bay Lightning overall in terms of his defensive play, uh, the fact that he can shadow any top scorer in the league. And his offense ability is underrated in his ability to move the puck. That being said, that kills the Lightning. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear that, you know, maybe this guy's not that good. Because we all seen McDonough lead the Rangers to absolutely nothing. They got to one Stanley Cup final and they stink. And that was all Hank anyway. Hank was a stud in the playoffs. Also, number two, also Ranger related, the Tampa Bay Lightning will give up their first-round pick to the New York Rangers if they win the Stanley Cup. What they should have done was got rid of that pick somehow because that's going to work against them. The Rangers think anything involving the Rangers and the Stanley Cup won't ever happen. Um, It's just there's not a shot in hell. You know who else can't win the Stanley Cup? The Nashville Predators. Why? Because now they have Boyle. And Boyle, ex-Ranger, he stinks, will never win a cup. Great character guy, good to have in the playoffs but there's just a jinx behind them. Also, Kucherov, best player in the league, set the franchise record. I love how you're just like staring at me. Kucherov set the the franchise record for most points in a season. He basically has like a quarter of the season still to go. He just killed LeCavier's record. What are your thoughts on him? 
Vinny LeCavalier, what a beauty. I used to, he was like always a first or second round draft pick for me back when I used to do the, uh, whatchamacallit, ex- ex- expansion leagues in like NHL 0304. Oh, yeah. Yeah. LeCavalier. He always had like the hard shot. He was a big, like, he had the little slap shot stick next to his name. I don't think, was he, ac- I think he had accuracy too. And then he had uh, the fucking big body checker. Um, Always a power forward in the yeah, old video big games. Time, big time power forward. Um, I was more yeah. of a Vinny Prospel guy. I think I think he was really the uh, <laughs> Vinny Prospel. Vok- Remember Vaklov Prospel? Is that the same person? Yeah, they called him Vinny. Vinny Vaklov Prospel. What a guy! I, I miss know. those. I miss those fucking two thousand three, two thousand four NHL games. Uh, anyways, no Kucherov. Yeah, I mean, from a DFS perspective, like. Because I've been just crushing DFS lately. Because I don't think there's any lines that really intrigue me this at this point in the season. Um, the books just have it all figured out. So I've I've sort of been crushing DraftKings lately. It's fucking incredible. Like he's just putting up two, three points on a nightly basis. And I I never I never want to play him. Cause it's like all right, when's he going to slow down? It just doesn't fucking happen. Their power play it's is a the joke. best power play that has ever been created um I, I don't know he's just a fucking beauty like it's they're not gonna lose a playoff series because they don't know i don't think they can ever they're not gonna lose they would have to go below 500 in a seven game span i don't even think like i said this last night to myself even if the other team had to get to two wins i still think they win every series i don't think i don't think they're gonna go to a game seven like if you go take them to a game six, you should pat yourselves on the back. Their goaltending could be—it's obviously been lights out, but we've seen what can happen in the playoffs to a goaltender. If there's any issues with that, that could work against them. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning fans are all old sixty and seventy year olds who don't get excited for anything that's going on. So the Tampa Bay Lightning playoff environment—it might be the worst in the league. Um, Hot take alert. If if they lose a game at home and they're going have to go into I don't fucking know, a place like Boston or a place with an electric environment, um, it, it could be trouble. Yeah, you know who actually can bring them down, I do think is Boston. You need like a scumbag like Marshawn to just totally make the game about himself and it'll take away if you just play hockey straight up against the Tampa Bay Lightning, you're gonna lose. You have to beat them in a, in a, in a mental game. And honestly, pull Chris Kreider, maybe run the goalie. Like when Kreider ran Price, took mm-hmm. over the entire series. Rangers won it on that play alone. Cause there Caps was... could beat him. What's that? Caps could beat him. The Caps could beat him. Never sleep on Ovechkin and Holtby. Uh, yeah, all right, let's move on. Uh, speaking of goaltenders, uh, King George, just want to give him a shout out. He's better than Hank. So I'm demoting Hank to Prince Henry. And promoting Gorgiev to King George. He's been a stud. He's unbelievable. Great trade piece. Because we got the other Russian, Shishmorshin, um, coming up. The guy gets a shutout like every other game in the KHL. He's unbelievable. His stats are a joke. In his last 15 games, I think he had a .8 goals against average. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the CBD article other than I hope it works out for them. I wrote an article basically for any players suffering from concussions and stuff. They're now teaming up with Canopy Growth 
which is a marijuana company in Canada. They're teaming up with the NHL to create treatments uh, with CBD for post-concussion uh, syndrome and um, CTE. So hopefully that works out. Do you have any Excellent. thoughts on that? No, not really. Actually, kind of interesting, completely unrelated. This guy was just in our office. He's teaming up, uh, speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning, he's, he's he has a company. They currently create motorcycle helmets. Um, they're open-faced motorcycle helmets, and he's getting into the hockey industry, and he's got the GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning coming up to Saratoga Springs, New York in the off-season to review the product I guess he was telling me the proposal that he sent him uh, was just a picture of Stamkos when he had a concussion, just flat out on the fucking ice, concussed. Yeah. Um, and he's like, come talk to me. Like, this is an issue. So I told him, I was like, yes, it's a big deal, but if you fucking create a helmet that's fucking huge and ugly, no one's going to fucking wear it. Like, yeah. You- oh, they tried it with Messier, remember? Yeah. With the, uh, was it Cascade? Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. Uh, I think people would just risk the concussion at that point. Um, I told him, look up the Bauer 4500 and try to create a product that's not bulky, not huge, simple, and looks similar to that, and you'll have success. Yeah. I mean, the problem, though, like, you're not going to stop whiplash and shit, and that also causes concussions. So you're never going to fix the problem. You just got to put them in the, the best position to avoid uh, concussions, but you're never going to, like, completely eliminate it from all of sports unless we have some miracle way of doing so in the future that we don't can't comprehend currently. Also, with that being said, too, you ever play, like, in NHL hits when you can do the code and everyone has big heads? That's what I picture, like, this guy's helmet to be for hockey <laughs> player. Dude, dude, NHL hits was such a good game. It was the best. Absolutely the best. What was better, NHL hits or NFL blitz? I mean, I'm obviously a hockey guy, so NHL hits was awesome. But if you're going, like, arcade style, there was, like, going, like, playing the arcade game, NFL blitz. Yeah. That was fucking sweet. Yeah. For sure. Fuck. I miss those games. I know. God. Grown up sucks. Anyway, Flames, Columbus Blue Jackets. I took the Flames last night. I called them out. I said, if you're going to drop four in a row, you're going to go nowhere in the playoffs. So I just want to say um, sorry to the Calgary Flames fans out there. Your team stinks. They're not going anywhere. Um, they rely too heavily on two players up front. Uh, they rely on Giordano on, on the back end. If those three guys decide that, you know, they're not going to be able to produce, then the team's going to lose every game. They got blanked 2-0 by the Arizona Coyotes. Unbelievable. Like, they didn't, they, there was nothing there. I don't, so I don't know how this team's in first place. They stink. They're going to be ousted in the first round. They'll get eliminated, eliminated by, like, Minnesota or St. Louis. St. Louis is hot. St. Louis is real hot. Uh, all right, Columbus Blue Jackets, they're basically the Flames of the East except they're not even going to make the playoffs. They went all in, and they look like fucking idiots. They got blanked by the Penguins last night. Um, Pittsburgh's going to easily make the playoffs now. Uh, Columbus, what do you have on that? Because they're, they're fucked. I don't even think I'll, – I'll ask you a question. Do you Dude. think they're a franchise in seven years? In seven years? I, I don't know enough details about that and how all that works, like the timelines between when we can create new teams – um, isn't there one coming in like 2022 or something like that? Yeah, there's the Seattle team. 
I'm right. I'm saying Columbus is going to have to move cities because they're going to be so bad after next year. When, yeah, they're going to be Panarin leaves. Uh, the, the, the biggest move they should have made at the trade deadline was firing Torts. I feel like with everything that's come out about him, him fucking attacking his players in the media, like no one no one wants to play for him. Like these European guys like Panarin, they're just like fuck you, man. I'm not fucking getting up for that. Like you're going to chirp our boys. I'm, I don't know. I just feel like these guys don't want to play for them. They're not like they're about uh, juggling lines throughout the game. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a mess over there. They, I, I just really feel like they don't want to play for torts. Yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, like this is it guys, like for the guys that are stuck there, Felino, first off, Felino is probably the most, uh, I, like he's dog shit. He's absolute dog shit. Like no one even, he's not even picked up on a fan, our fantasy league. In two of the three fantasy leagues I'm in, he's not even a player on anybody's roster. Like, the guy stinks. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be the leader? Fuck that. You know, they should have made Panarin. Like, they should have just tried to sign him for $15 million because they're never going to get anybody after this. Nope. And Duchesne is obviously clearly a cancer. And they're fucked. They're not going to make the playoffs, and they went all in, and now they have nothing. I love how I wrote them off as they won't even have be a franchise in seven years. I'm out of here. Stop wasting people's time. It's a little bit drastic on my part, but I think it's a possibility for sure. I also it's it is definitely plausible. Um, all right, let's get into the picks for the weekend. I'll let you start off since uh, yours are probably fresh. Freshies! Last week... <laughs> We, we probably could have talked about this in the NHL news, or at least the uh, preface or intro. How about that Sens lightning line? I, I had the Sens as an underdog going into Tampa Bay. It ended up being a record in terms of money line odds. Uh, Tampa Bay closed at minus 550. The previous record was, I think, in the high 400 range. Uh, Whalen and I decided to take, did we take the money line or just plus one and a half? No, we took the money line. We took money line at like plus four hundred, I think it was. Yeah, that was just insane. Something like that. The pick I recommended last week was uh, Sens plus one and a half. Not a big brain bet. Lightning crushed five one. So uh, you had to be a part of it, though. I said we right. had to be a part of it either way. One hundred percent. Like it, it wasn't a bad spot. Sens just firing their coach, going down to Florida. Well, like you said, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat Boston or lost to Boston like the night before or the game right. before. So obviously yeah. yeah when we were talking about it on saturday that was the one thing that concerned me losing the night before in, in uh in boston but um anyways my pick for saturday uh vegas for the underdogs vegas in vancouver on saturday night pretty simple situational spot here it's going to depend on how juicy the line is um but this is the first of back-to-back roadies for vegas and they're playing calgary the next night on a sunday which is obviously the bigger game Vegas beat the Canucks on March 3rd, so we also have a little revenge spot here for the Canucks. Um, I, I just think Calgary's, or excuse me, Vegas is going to be looking ahead to that game against Calgary on Sunday. So I'll take the uh, Canucks here at home as as an underdog. Well, I'm going to jump in and do my favorite because I'm taking the Golden Knights against the Vancouver Canucks Saturday night. Um, <laughs> here's my reasoning. Will the Flames stink? All right, so those games mean nothing now to the Knights. Knights are like, who, who the fuck are these little fucking, little, you know, little fucking baby team from Cal- Calgary? They stink, so they're not going to be worried about them. That's not a big game anymore. You still with me? 
Jamesy. I think we lost Jamesy right now. So we are going to stop and then pick off from where we started. Hopefully we're back. We lost Jamesy there. Um, so I was in the middle of telling everyone that I am taking the Knights and you were taking the Canucks. The only thing I have with the Canucks is that they'll be playing three games in four days and they'll have a little bit of a break and get to go home after this game. And I think with the Knights and how well they're playing, I think they can, they'll, they'll get the win. So that's my favorite. Um, yeah, I think um, with the way the schedule is set up, I'm pretty sure Subban should be playing against the Canucks, and I think Flurry will go against the Flames. So I'll take the downgrading goalie uh, on Vegas and, and take the Canucks at home. And again, like I said, what, what should be a little look ahead slash revenge, uh, revenge theory spot. All right. Well, I'll get into my dog then. My dog is going to be Ottawa at Boston. Uh, Boston plays Pitt the next day. Uh, that'll be a big game for them. Um, you know, I I don't know if this is really a rivalry game, but you know, it's a division game. So, um, and there weren't many good dog spots. I don't know if you really looked ahead. There weren't that many great spots. Like, I don't know. They, it was like really weird the schedule for Saturday. And then yeah, o- Ottawa I mean, and like it, it, look. It, sorry, it's <laughs> tough to find a spot right now where like a good underdog spot. Like it's the end of the season. Teams are like starting to click, starting to put things together. They want to go into the playoffs strong. I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it's tough to find a good underdog spot. And and I don't get the whole, why is Ottawa playing a home and home with the New York Islanders? Like, why wouldn't you have that? Like this part of the season be like that with the Rangers. You know what I mean? Like some sort of rivalry, no yeah. home and home with the Ottawa senators and the New York Islanders. Like no one's watching those games. I just think that uh, Ottawa will be so sick and tired of playing the Islanders. They'll, you know, get a chance to take a shot at the, their last shot at Boston, and they'll pick up two points. Again, there's no, it'll be the best odds for an underdog for sure. It's the worst team in the league going against one of the better ones. I think you have a good shot at an underdog win. By the way, I went 3-0 and last week, so. Not a bad girl. I had the Wild as my underdog to beat the Stinky Flames, and then I got the Pens, Smash the Habs as my favorite, and now we're going to go into a little over-under play. James, you go ahead. You can take it first. Well, I got to go into my favorite because I haven't mentioned that yet. Oh. Um, I went one and two last week. My second loss, Columbus got buried by the Oilers for nothing, not even a fucking game. was expecting Columbus to uh, have, a couple, have a couple games under their belt with their, with their new lines, new trade deadline acquisitions, and it just didn't work out. We've already mentioned Columbus being a joke and definitely not going to make the playoffs. What I will be taking for my favorite this week uh, San Jose Sharks over the St. Louis Blues Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m. Pacific time game. Uh, this will be the Blues' third game in three and a half, four days on their West Coast swing. They won their first two games, so um, I think they'll be looking forward to getting back home. Uh, Sharks have been home all week. They've had a pretty light schedule, so um, I, I like them against the tired Blues team. Yep, and for anybody that listens to the podcast, I, w- I am taking the Canadians tonight. Um, so who lost to the Sharks last night. Over-under. Over-under play. I don't know. I lost track. Anyway, my over-under play is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes at the Nashville Predators. I'm going with an under here. I think it'll be six because both teams have been scoring a little bit. Uh, Both of these teams uh, want points, uh, especially Carolina. I definitely think Carolina is playing one of those grinding out games. 
and Nashville has been pretty inconsistent with their offense. So I'm going to go with the underplay here, and I think it'll be at 6, which is nice, because then you'll get the push at 6 just in case it comes to a 4-2 game. But I definitely think this could be a 2-1 game, depending on how Carolina wants to play it. If they muck it up and go for you know a point, then it'll be low scoring. But if they try to get into the run-and-gun game, I think Nashville will uh, find ways to score. Because um, the Hurricanes really are not that deep in terms of talent. They just have, you know, four, I feel like solid two and three lines. Like, they don't really have that, like, knockout punch that Nashville has. So, I definitely think this could be a 3-2-2-1 game. I like that. I like Carolina on the road a lot better because I feel like they play defensive hockey there. Yeah. I mean, not a potential playoff game, but uh, two playoff teams, so... Um, yeah, no, I like the low-scoring games at and the end of the they're season. They're both fighting so. for position as well. Right. Um, last week, over-under, I took Flyers, Isles, under. That hit, 4-1 game, easy money. This week, uh, not too much explanation. I'm taking the Coyotes, Kings, under, which should be 5.5. I, I just can't imagine. That legit could be where. 5. Yeah, right, seriously. I just can't imagine a world where this is a, a 4-2, 5-1 game. So um, I'll take the under there. All right, love it, love it, love it. We're going to go into a little bit of a parlay. Um, I haven't hit a parlay in like four weeks. So, ice cold. The Flyers fucked me last week. The Flyers Saturday games are fucking torturous. Or not, their, their weekend morning games are, like, they're brutal. They're some of the most exciting games of the season, though. <laughs> they are, but, like, I, I can't get it right. So, I'm never... Having, I'm never betting a Flyers afternoon game. That's for fucking sure. So this week I'm going uh, the Capitals, the Knights, and Pittsburgh uh, for Sunday. And that's, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, if those three teams don't win, then the world will stop spinning. <laughs> who did you who did you take again? Sorry, I blacked out. <laughs> the Caps, the Knights, and Pittsburgh. Caps, the Knights, and Pittsburgh over the bees. Ooh, yeah, that, that could be. A nice little juicy. I mean, can I do a Saturday parlay instead? Because I feel like that's the only option for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, yeah. Um, Saturday parlay. I'm going to take the Sharks over the Blues, as I mentioned previously. The Leafs over the Oilers. And then uh, kind of going against what Wales had for the underdog. I'm taking the Bees over the Suns. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Um, the the reason why I took Pittsburgh, though, over the is because I need Pittsburgh to lose. So if I keep creating different ways to make money off them winning, I will do that because then I, it's a win-win either way. Yeah. And then, all right, so Friday, send it. Uh, last week, I went 6-2. and two. Last week, you went 5-3. and three, So I got the slight edge here. Uh, only four games today. Uh, I'm taking the... I'm taking the Wild, the Capitals, the Jets, and the Canadians. I have the same picks except for the Canes. I'm taking the Canes over the Jets. Interesting. The reason why I'm taking the Jets is because I, I need Carolina to win. To knock out the Penguins. Right. So right. I always bet against the teams that I need to win and bet for the teams I need to lose. That's Fair. a little trick of the trade for all you gamblers out there. I'm looking at the standings right now. The fact that Columbus is still not out of this is... 
outrageous. They've lost like four in a row, I feel like. I, have they scored a goal since they've tra- made all those trades? <laughs> um, let's see. They got shut out last night. They got shut out against the Oilers last uh, Saturday. Um, I, I don't know if they have. <laughs> like, I'm glad they got all that offense. They, they still have a game at hand against Montreal, and they're two points out. So if they win their next game, they will be tied with Montreal in points. I'm not sure what the tiebreaker is. Yeah, I think it's regulation wins. Gotcha. In which case, Columbus would take it. Really? Yeah, they have 37 regulation wins. Montreal has 36. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would change by the end of the season, though, when it would right. matter. Um. All right, so I bet that pretty much does it. I don't know how long this podcast was because we're at the 840 mark because we had to break it up into two segments, but... Luckily, I'm, I'm a whiz in garage band, so I'll just uh, crop it together. So there's a little break in there. I'm sorry. Love uh, it. Just deal with it. Get better. Just deal with it. Hey, I hit a I hit a 200 to one peak rope winner last week, which was pretty sick. Yeah, but you put like a penny on it, and you won two bucks. I put a penny on it. I mean, that's great. I'm glad. Did you tweet it out? Nah, no one likes fucking golf picks. It really is. Like, golf picks are so buzz. Buzz, gal. Make uh, money, though, baby. You do make money off golf. All right. So, anything else? Rule number 79. Always bet the under. Love it.
sure it isn't good And I'm glad I 